Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series. When I was young, in the 1950s, I attended Catholic Grammar School and I memorized the Baltimore Catechism. In fact, I think I got an A on all of my tests. Um, I faithfully attended Mass each week, not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid if I didn't, I would suffer eternal damnation. I followed all the rules. I followed my Catholic faith um, faithfully. But it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine. I can't even share with you how I was so wrote in my faith. And I was attending this, but I was not present. I was a good man, I was a good father, I was instilling the sacraments into my family. Uh, I was definitely not intentional, I was stuck rope in my faith. But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous meekness that empowered him to play the game. And I tell him what is going on with me and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think this is like some sort of miracle, dude. And he's like, okay, you know, of course, but I'll believe it when I see it. Honey, you've been trying to quit and you've been saying this and saying that. And I'm a, you know, he, his big line to me is you shouldn't say things <laughs> because I never followed through on them. And so this was week after week month after month he is looking at me like this is a miracle there is no way that you on your own could have done this in first corinthians chapter 10 verses 16 through 21 saint paul compares the sacrifice of the christians to the sacrifice of israel and then to the sacrifice of the pagans paul calls the chalice, the blood of Christ, and the bread as participation in the body of Christ, and then warns his listeners that you cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons at the same time. So in other words, you need to decide what are you going to participate in? Are you going to participate in the historic Christian idea of the altar of sacrifice which is in the Eucharist or not. Welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Anne DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and following our ministry, no matter how you're listening or watching. 
Uh, don't want to forget our YouTube audiences and our Facebook audiences, even those listening on TuneIn. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in tonight. Uh, as always, I am joined by my friend and co-host, Anne DeSantis. How are you tonight, Anne? Oh, just great. Just great. Thank you. <laughs> of and course. thanks for always asking how I'm doing. It's <laughs> always a nice thing. <laughs> of course. Of course. We always have to uh, support one another. And I, right. I, I always say uh, that I mean that. You know, people say, oh, how are you doing? I, you know, but I always mean that. And uh, so so I'm glad. That, I know uh, you do. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's our evening show. So the sun is down. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's, it's getting dark so early these days, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's why you start now we're on zoom so we can see each other. I turn my head to the left to look at the, uh, the dark window there. And, uh, it certainly is November. <laughs> yes, it is. Definitely. We have a great guest with us tonight. You want to tell us a little bit about him? Yes, I do. I'm very excited because he's a good friend of both yours and mine. He's been a guest before on Sewing Hope. We have John Paul Kasparovich. He is a songwriter and a singer and a devout Catholic who is also involved in ministry. We're going to hear all about that during the podcast and also a husband and father of two. So welcome, John Paul. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Ann. Thanks, Bill. It's good to be here again. You know, it's always a blessing. Yeah, it's exciting. We'll get a chance to listen to some of your music, too. So that's going to be a blast. So let's start out with, I think we should direct our listeners to the two websites that you have. One is um, the, the bigheartharvest.com, I believe. Yep. And the other one is uh, single singlehearted.com. Singlehearted.com. Thank you, because yep. for my, yeah. my memory is jogging me there. So no please worries. do check out those websites. Uh, I know you are a husband and father of two. Why don't we start there about your own vocation as a husband and a father, and maybe a little bit about your own faith journey, because you weren't really raised in a, uh, I know, in a very devout Catholic home to very begin with, I believe. Right. Uh, but you came to faith when you were in your 20s. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was, I was raised, um, I was born in uh, Trenton, New Jersey. And um, unfortunately, my parents got divorced when I was younger. And, um, you know, we didn't really practice our faith much. I, I uh, was baptized when I was about four years old, I think, and I'm not sure if that was just my grandparents uh, pushing or not. Um, but then after that, you know, I never received my sacraments or anything. I was in and out of Catholic school just because they were better than public schools at the time. And it wasn't until I was about 19 years old that I started reading the Bible and I, I started learning about Jesus Christ. And then I visited a lot of different churches and all major denominations you can think of and just really wanted to learn you know, I had this desire for the truth, you know, and then eventually, make a long story short, eventually I uh, wound up getting confirmed Catholic at the age of 26. And I realized um, for me, I had opened my heart up to everything and I wanted God to give me whatever he wanted to give me. And 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 I, I wanted it all, you know, <laughs> whatever he wanted to give me, I was open to. And, and I found that all and that fullness in the Catholic Church. And it was just a blessing for me. Um, at the time, I was also uh, dating a, a a young lady named Kate, who's now my wife. Um, we've been married for 23 years now, been best friends for 30 years. So uh, she was Catholic and at the time and still is, of course. And, um, you know, it's interesting because our, our story is is quite quite a story because I was uh, in a heavy metal band at the time. I had super long hair, was rocking out the things like Metallica and, 
Anthrax and Pantera. This was like in the 80s and 90s, you know, with all the high flying hair and head banging stuff, you know. And uh, but, you know, she knew me and, and we found each other through that kind of uh, world. But yet she was going to mass all the time with her parents. And then one day she invited me to go to mass. And what I always find interesting about that is that she could have said, you know what, ah, this is, is going to be embarrassing if I ask this guy, this long hair, leather jacket, jeans, you know, all this stuff to go to mass. But she did. She did ask me to go to mass. And, and through that experience, you know, um, I can't say I, I loved it at first. I'll be honest with you. I had my reservations. Um, but really what brought me to become Catholic fully was when I dove into what the church actually taught and what the what the church was really about not what other people say it's about not what a, a lot of the world looks at it and and all their misconceptions um but what it really is about and and it's very simple to me and and it's just about the love of jesus christ you know uh and that love is so deep in the catholic church i i i really you know um i kind of pity people sometimes who just don't understand how deep it is because it's just so beautiful so then I wound up getting confirmed at the age of 26, and I just jumped right into ministry then because, to me, I found what I was looking for, and I wanted people to find the same joy, the same depth, the same love. And so I got into retreat ministry, music ministry, youth ministry, whatever kind of ministry I could do, you know, to share the gospel. So, And here I am, 23, 24 years later, still going. <laughs> I just love your story. And, um, and I have to say, I want to thank you because you've become a very good friend of Patchwork Heart Ministry, of Bill Snyder and of myself and being a guest on these shows, because you were a guest not only on Sewing Hope, but on Young Catholic Respond, Young Catholics Respond. And you are also going to partake in the upcoming conferences that yeah. Bill and I are doing. Uh, with one with smart Catholics and the other one with Perusia. And I know we're going to talk a whole lot about that too. Um, so I'm, I'm very grateful to you that you're going to be taking a part of those two conferences um, and that you've been so close to us as a friend of Patchwork Heart Ministry. Um, tell us about your kids too, because I know, like you said, you're married um, and you've been married for 23 years and you also have a, a son and a daughter. Yeah, I have a, uh, our, our oldest is our daughter, Victoria. She's going to be 20 in a couple weeks, you know. Man, time flies. You know? <laughs> it's crazy because you look back and you remember that day they were born, right? And, you know, where did it go? Where did that time go? And, and she's 20 years old. She, um, my daughter's actually a figure skater, which is really, really cool. I love watching her skate. Um, as a dad, you know, um, as any parent, you know, to see your kids participate in what they're passionate about right you, you because they just light up and you know figure skating is that for her uh she also works uh with little kids she works full-time for kinder care um she loves you know working with little kids i think that's going to be really where her calling is <laughs> the rest of her life maybe not at kinder care but just in some work with with the younger kids with the little ones you know um and she's awesome so that's victoria and then my son jacob he's a senior in high school this year he's getting ready to graduate I think he's already senior sliding, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean he's, his grades are good, but he, he's just, you know, he's just ready to be done, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know where he's going to go to college yet. I think he's, he wants to work more in auto mechanics or something like that. But uh, my son, he knows everything about every kind of car 
you can think of. If, if he hears a car drive past the house, he can tell you what kind of car it is, what year it is, what engine it's got in it. And he doesn't have to see. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, that's his passion, you know. And, you know, again, as a dad, you know, you love to see your kids get excited about what they're passionate about. So who knows where the Lord's going to call them in the future. But I'm a blessed father because, you know, my both my children are still here at, at home. Uh, though I don't see them much. I mean, they're in and out like the wind, you know. Uh, I live for that that one moment when my daughter comes in and gives me this little peck on the head when she comes home, you know. And then, hi, Dad. God, right? So I, I kind of savor that little a little kiss on the head, you know, it's just kind of how it goes, but those are my children and they're awesome. So praise God. Thank you so much for sharing. I love to hear about, uh, your family, people's families that come on the show because, uh, really we're whole people, right? I mean, we're involved in work and ministry and our, our faith and evangelizing, but it starts at home. And so, uh, you're really doing a lot of amazing work. Um, now you have such a heart for feeding the hungry. And, you know, part of Patchwork Heart Ministry and Sowing Hope is, you know, sowing hope into broken hearts. And one way yeah. that we can reach people is through feeding them, right? I mean, yeah. as simple as that sounds. Uh, so yeah. what you tell us about that? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's not just, you know, I yes, it's feeding the hungry, but it's a, it's a bit more to it than that. And, and, and that is, uh, I'll tell you what I was inspired about and, and why one of the things that really inspired us to do this farming ministry, which is Big Heart Harvest, which is what you're talking about. Um, if you've ever seen the movie that came out about St. Therese, um, it's just called Therese. Uh, if anybody out there has ever seen it, you haven't, get, get a chance to watch it. You know, some people would say, you know, it's like a B movie, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. I loved it. But my favorite part of the movie wasn't actually about Therese herself. It was about her family. And how it showed how her family would always take a bit of their food and then they would go to the convent, uh, to the Carmelite convent, you know, where they were cloistered. And then they would put in this little turnstile and it would go around and it would just give some to the uh, to the nuns there. And to me, that is such a beautiful thing because it gives almost of your first fruits, you know, like the scripture says. And for me, um, I could go out and I could could maybe buy a lot of canned food and stuff like that. And that's good. I think that's awesome. And there's more people you can feed is great, but I have a heart for giving what, um, putting my whole heart into something. So, so we grow food here and I love working in the dirt and I love working, um, in the ground and raising animals and stuff like that. And for me, that's my labor that goes into what we're giving away. And, you know, we try to give away as much as we can. Um, Sometimes that's a lot. Certain times of the seasons, that's a lot, especially during harvest season. I mean, we're always giving away eggs, which is funny because we have chickens and they just keep popping them out. Right? It's just kind of how it is. Although sometimes I think they go on strike. But that's a whole nother story. But it's it, to me, it's not just about giving away the food. It's, it's what you put into it to give away. Right. Um, I could go down and lay down a, a hundred dollars somewhere and buy a bunch of stuff and give it away, which is good. If, you, if that's all you can do, praise God. But for me, I know for me, um, it's much more about the, the labor that's involved because we're not only giving away food, but we're giving away quality food that's healthy for people as well. And it's grown here and it's, it's like a labor of love, if that makes sense. So um, that's called Big Heart Harvest. And we do we give a lot of weight to rescue missions and soup kitchens, a lot of bulk stuff. But then also my one of my favorite things is when people call or we find them on Facebook or whatever. And they say, you know, can you just help us out this week? 
you know, and then we'll just take a whole bunch of vegetables and stuff we've grown and eggs and then just stop at their door and, uh, and hand it to them or even just leave it on their porch. You know, some kids like to play that game, ding dong ditch, you know, well, sometimes when people are too proud to tell you who they are, but yet somebody else gives us their address, we'll go and ring their doorbell, leave a bunch of vegetables and run, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool thing. So, so that's what that's all about. And, um, one of the things we're trying to do is, uh, work more land and uh, we rent a lot of land now, but we have to try to raise money to purchase that land, which is a whole nother issue. So, but uh, it's, yeah. it's all turned into this kind of big thing. So praise God for that. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, that's incredible. And, uh, and I know John Paul, you, you're uh, doing something cool with your music too. Uh, you know, you've, you've written so many great songs and have so many great albums uh, out there, but, but you've kind of dedicated a lot of, um, the the raising of uh, funds through your music for for Big Heart Harvest. You want to tell us a little bit about that, and of course we can uh, play some of the music as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for for mentioning that. And uh, yeah, I mean I have written a lot of music over the years. I actually started playing the guitar when I was ten years old. Uh, my mom bought me my first guitar, and I started writing music then. And I but I never really had a desire to. Uh, or the, the need seems to be to sell it, right? Um, I just love singing, and now I love worshiping, and that's really the big thing, to write songs for the Lord. But now, because of the situation we're in with the farming ministry, and now that I know that if I sell this music, it's going to go towards feeding the poor, to me, that makes all the difference in the world. And so we've just released three albums, um, which you can download anywhere from Apple Music to um Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those things. Anywhere you download music, um, you can purchase these albums. And all those funds go towards Big Heart Harvest. And actually, more specifically, what they go towards is a fund to purchase the land we need to, to grow the ministry. Because right now we're renting our land, or most of our land anyway, and it's, it's actually up for sale by the owner. So, so we're trying to raise the money to purchase that land so that we don't actually lose this ministry or have to move this ministry somewhere because the relocate is a whole nother process. But so all these albums that we've got, we've got three. One is called Without Your Love, and they're all original music. And the uh, second one is uh, called Rise Up. And what that is, is it's the first 10 Psalms in the Bible. Uh, it's music to the first 10 Psalms in the Bible. And I always tell people, if you want to start reading the Bible, this is a great way to start because all you got to do is listen to the music and listen to the words. And it's, yeah. it's right there. And then another album we have is Let Us Pray. And that was something I did about 20 years ago. And uh, we're re-releasing that uh, to help out with this uh, fundraising process as well. So it's it's been a blessing. And we're going to keep writing music too. I, I'm privileged, you know, Bill, that you have... Uh, uh, asked me to write that song for the pilgrimage coming up, the online pilgrimage. And, yeah. and, and so I love doing that sort of thing. So praise God for that too. So, yeah, it's so, so exciting. I mean, you know, uh, John Paul, I definitely want to play some of the music for, for people listening tonight because, uh, you know, you're, you're, you said something earlier in the podcast, you know, you like to put your whole heart into something when you, you know, when you do it and, and it's so evident in the music that you, um, you know, write and and perform and 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 play and really pray with, uh, and and you really help people to you know to grow in in their faith through this. You know, music is just one of those avenues uh, that that tugs on the heart. And so, uh, you know, it's single hearted, it's big heart harvest. I mean, it's all of those things. And 
And, uh, you know, we, we certainly want to be able to, uh, you know, help you out. But I, but I encourage listeners, you know, if you're listening to these little samples of the, of the music that we're going to play tonight, we're playing one song from every album, I think, uh, is how we're going to, you know, structure things. Uh, so people can kind of get a flavor of each, you know, different album and how they are. Uh, but, but I, but I encourage, you know, to support his ministry. So just, you know, go, go to the websites. It's really easy. It's anywhere music is found. You know, if you're an Apple music subscriber or you're an Amazon music subscriber, just go and download these songs, uh, stream them, uh, and encourage your friends to do the same and pray with them every day. I mean, this is not hard stuff. We're not talking about, we're not talking about, you know, trying to build a rocket ship or anything. All we're doing is saying, Hey, go to, go to your phone that you have right in front of you right now and play and download one of these songs. Uh, and it's going to go support a great cause. I mean, think about it. Uh, listening to music can now help, um, you know, feed the hungry. Um, and that's just a beautiful, a beautiful a thing. So uh, do, should we should we play a song here, John Paul? You want to tease the first one for us? Yeah, sure, sure. So the first song we're going to uh, put out here today is called Without Your Love. And it's it's the title track for the first album, which is called, obviously, Without Your Love. And, and this is a song of intercession. Um, it's a song where, you know, as I was writing this song, I was praying for different types of people. And just real quick, the people that I pray for in this song are, number one, people who don't know God and people who are wondering where God is in their life. Uh, but then I get a little more specific. I actually pray for unborn children in this song. I pray for unwed mothers in this song. I, I pray for homeless people in this song. And, and you know, being this is kind of very appropriate. Uh, the last people that I pray for in this song is actually veterans. You know, yesterday was veterans day, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yep. So in this song, I, I especially pray for veterans who've experienced war um, and now are struggling with the memories of what they've experienced, you know? So that's what this song is about. But it's, but it's, but it's also more, about more than that. It's about the people in our lives that we want to come to know the Lord, but we just can't do it on our own. And that's really how the song rolls. So. All right. Well, here is uh, without your love by John Paul Kasparovich. I look around the world today Everything's a tragedy As our culture cries out For un holy pageantry I found it hard to sleep at night tossed and turned in dreams I'd fight so many questions so little answers can't save them on my own I can't put out these fires burning out of Without your love So I'll sing it all alone And I'll sing it with the choir Sing a song about your love That saved my soul About the selfish plan turns into a one-night stand, and the child that cries out, I'm 
not worth it I think about the homeless man On the streets of the promised land And the warrior who cries out I can't take these nightmares Can't save them on my own Can't put up these fires Burning out of control Without your love So I'll sing it all alone And I'll sing it with the choir Sing a song about your love That saved my soul Uh, that is Without Your Love by John Paul Kasparovich, our guest tonight here on Sewing Hope. And it really is just such a beautiful song. Uh, just just great melody, too. Just just great stuff. Um, so thank you so much, John Paul, for sharing yeah, uh, the God. music. Yeah, I love that one, too. And I know the last time you were on Sewing Hope, we also played it. And uh, it's such an honor for us, as I said, that you working with uh, Sewing Hope and with Patchwork Heart Ministry and for the wonderful things that are going to be happening yeah. uh, this month. Uh, maybe we could take a few minutes and talk about that. Um, I know that you're going to be a guest on the the event that I'm hosting through the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation uh, for Freedom, Family, and Faith called God is Mercy with Smart Catholics. So John Paul's going to be a speaker there. And uh, if you're listening and you'd like to sign up, it's free registration. All you need to do is go to smartcatholics.com and you'll see that God is Mercy is one of the events there. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what your talk will be on, John Paul. 
Yeah, I, I actually just submitted it, and uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll think it's a little weird. I don't know. I, I do use that song in the talk at the end, but um, but I actually taped this this talk for God is Mercy. I taped it in my garage, and and, and there's a reason why I did that. So uh, I used this song, but I also used the 1949 Case Tractor to talk about what I'm going to talk about, and the, and the talk is called A Vocation of Mercy. And, um, you know, it's how we live out mercy in our everyday life, no matter what vocation you choose in life, you know, whether you're married, whether you're a priesthood or religious life or a single life, um, there are ample opportunities that God gives us through those vocations to show mercy. Um, and one of the main things I stress in that talk is, is about not just extending mercy, but also receiving mercy and being able to do that. And, uh, so I guess I'll just have to leave it at that and let you know where the tractor falls in on that. <laughs> yeah, for certain. It's always good to tease that. That's great. You know, we got to be creative these days and, uh, and, and using the tools like that are a lot of fun. So yeah, tune in to find out how uh, John Paul uses a tractor to, uh, to, to relay the gospel to y'all. Yeah, it's a blessing uh, for me also as the director of the St. Raymond and Honest Foundation to have you aboard for God is Mercy. And also Bill Snyder did a talk and it's going to be featured all on on the uh, the event as well. So, Bill, thank you so much also to you. Yeah, no problem. I do not use a tractor uh, for, for <laughs> as, a, as a prop. Uh, uh, but no, uh, it's uh, it's a great uh, it's a great honor. I think it's going to be a great conference. Again, uh, go to smartcatholics.com, folks, to sign up for this. Uh, we, we you know, and again, it's the other thing cool about these conferences are they're completely free, hundred percent free. Yes. Uh, all 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 the speakers, all of us uh, working behind the scenes to make these things happen are 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 doing it out of one thing: love of Jesus. Uh, you know, of course, you know, you can uh, subscribe to the Smart Catholics platform if you want to, you know, retain these talks and you really love them and you want to keep them uh, on your computer or download them or have access to them for, for you know, a length of time, certainly, yes, but but it's all free uh, and, and it starts in a couple weekends. I mean, we're only, what, two, week, <laughs> two weekends away, and from, from the mm-hmm. conference? I it's know. Crazy. I just can't believe it. And we're coming up right now with the event schedule for that weekend. Uh, we will already have uh, uh, several, I think like 20 different or more uh, short talks that'll be uh, open and available right before the conference starts. And that will be one of the talks from Bill and also John Paul. So uh, thank you so much. Now there's another conference coming up for Advent. Advent's just a couple weeks away. And it's from Perusia and Patchwork Heart Ministry. Tell us all about that. Yeah, so... Uh, so, so uh, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, through the inspiration of Parousia Media, which is in uh, Australia, and Smart Catholics, uh, we we've decided to launch a um, a uh, Advent pilgrimage, which is a lot, which is a little bit different than a weekend conference uh, through Smart Catholics. Uh, what we're actually going to be doing is we're going to be taking every single day of Advent. And, and putting together a short 15-minute long video. And then there's going to be some days that have the live uh, talks and things from that from speakers. But we're, we're, we're so excited, uh, number one, uh, that, that we're able to do this. And number two, that so many people have already registered for this. Uh, there's over 40,000 people registered, I found out, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, from Parousia Media, which is incredible. 
Uh, and the other reason why we're very excited, too, as John Paul mentioned earlier, is he has written a theme song uh, for the uh, pilgrimage, specifically a certain section of the pilgrimage. What we're doing is we're breaking down the pilgrimage uh, into two different sections, the Jesse tree. So we're going to go from Eden to Bethlehem in this in this uh, pilgrimage. And we're going to you know do the lineage of Jesus, and that's really cool. And then we're switching over to another devotional uh, called the uh, Las Pasadas or the Pasada Navindina, uh, Navideña. Excuse me, my wife who speaks fluent Spanish is already uh, you know hitting me on the wrist, going, "You did not pronounce that correctly." Um, <laughs> and and uh, anyway, this 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 devotional is a. Uh, is a reenactment of the traveling of the Holy Family from Nazareth to Bethlehem. So what actually happens in Mexico is they go around and they knock on doors and they sing this song, asking for lodging to get into a uh, you know into an inn, and they get rejected, they get rejected, they get rejected, and finally on the last night of this novena they are welcomed in. So uh, so so John Paul put some amazing words uh, words and lyrics to. Uh, this this journey, uh, and each and every day we're going to be you know, encountering that song, but we're also going, going to be encountering different topics. John Paul, I forget off the top of my head right now what, what your topic is, but if you want to give a little preview of, of that, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's um, I believe it's the gift of rest yeah. is what uh, they asked me to speak about, which I love because um, if sleeping was an Olympic sport, I would totally win, uh, but, 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 but in all honesty, um, you know, well, I am being honest about that, but, but in all seriousness, I should say is that, uh, God calls us to have a time of rest and, and not just, you know, when we die, but also when, uh, you know, the end of the week comes, right? I mean, on the Sabbath day, there's a reason why God gives us the ability and the need to rest. And as I had mentioned before about wanting to see my children enjoy what they're passionate about, God wants to look at us the same way. And he does look at us the same way. And he wants us to be at peace. Right. And that doesn't happen unless we stop, just really stop, you know, stop and, and take a break, you know, and, and just be with him and be at rest. And, you know, we're going to talk more about that at the, at the pilgrimage and the conference. So, I'm excited about that, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it's it, it, it's such an honor. It's such an honor, and uh, you know, um, to have you doing it. And and speaking of that, I know um, you know you find I, I'm watching the clock too, um, so uh, I I, I want to make sure we get your your music in as well. And uh, and I know the Psalms are a place of rest for a lot of people. Uh, so I, I, you know, that, that can just come, as you said earlier in the program, kind of meditate and, uh, just pray through the Bible, uh, you know, with the, with the, with the Psalms. You want to just tease for us, uh, the, the next song for us a little bit here and, and we'll feature it. Yeah, this song is, is, uh, from, it's based on Psalm number three. And again, in this album, Rise Up, there are the Psalms one through 10 that I've put music to. And uh, really how this actually started was a, a group called Shalom World Media had asked me to do this for one of their television uh, channels. And so so I did. And I'm going to keep going. Actually, the goal is, believe it or not, 150 Psalms. We'll see how how far I get, you know. But this psalm in particular really just helps me 
to contemplate on no matter what's coming against me in life at times when times are difficult, that the Lord has always got my back. He is my shield. And that's really what this psalm is all about. Awesome. Well, let's, thank you. Well, let's play Psalm 3. How many are my foes, Lord? How many rise against me? How many say of me there is no salvation for him in God? But you, Lord, are a shield around me. My glory, you keep my head high. With my own voice, I will call upon the Lord. He will answer me from his holy mountain. You are my shield. You are my glory, and you keep my head high. You are my shield, you are my glory, and you keep my head high. I lie down and I fall asleep. I will wake up for the Lord sustains me. I do not fear that thousands of people arrayed against me on every side. Arise, Lord, save me, my God, for you strike my post cheekbone. You break the teeth of the wicked, salvation is from the Lord. May your blessing be upon your people. You are my shield, you are my glory, and you keep my head high. You are my shield, you are my glory, and you keep my head high. You are my shield, you are my glory, and you keep my head high. You are my shield, you are my glory, and you keep my head high. And folks, that was uh, Psalm 3 by uh, John Paul Kasparovich. It's off the album Rise Up. And again, I want to encourage each and every one of you to just download or download these songs and albums wherever they can be found uh, on any you know music platform, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, all, all of that. You know, if you've got it, download these albums. It's going to a great cause to support uh, Big Heart Harvest. Uh, which is John's uh, farming ministry, uh, and and so please uh, go ahead and you know give these songs a listen and download. It, it really goes everything goes to support his ministry. Uh, so yeah, thank you, John. I mean, just just an amazing endeavor to to really you know delve into the Psalms and help people pray through. And there's something really special about about praying uh, through through song, really, right? I mean, I mean, and that's what the Psalms are. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the the Psalms were songs, right? And, uh, you know, it's really funny, though, when people listen to the words, like, for instance, to that song, some people get a little weirded out because they're like, what do you mean the Lord's going to strike the cheekbone of my foes? I'm like, look, I didn't make it up, all right? I didn't write those. That's out of the word of God, man. I'm just putting music to it, right? So don't blame me. Don't don't shoot the messenger, right? Right. I mean, that's that's really the thing. And uh, But it's amazing to me when you go through the Psalms, you realize how human the people were you know, who wrote the Psalms, like just take King David, for instance, or Solomon, uh, they had their struggles, they had their times, they're like, Lord, where are you? 
right? And 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 they they have their struggles, but they trusted and and they they use their gift of music to bring them back to that place of trust in God, which I find just amazing to me. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. I agree. I love that so much, and I'm looking forward to hearing it at the conference too. So such great work. Uh, so tell us, John Paul, uh, is there anything else that's going on or any kind of call to action that you might have for people who are listening uh, to know more about what you're doing and also to help out? Yeah, I mean, one of the main things right now is obviously with all the craziness going on in the world today, yeah, obviously prayer is a big deal. You know, pray for us. If there's anything we can do to pray for anybody else, please go to our website, singlehearted.com. You can find me on Facebook too. Uh, whatever it is, if, if you need prayer for something, uh, you know, let us know and we'll pray for you. Not just, you know, just a uh, little, little folding hand symbol on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like we'll definitely pray for you. If you want to give us a call, we'll pray for you over the phone. We'll pray for you online, whatever it is. That that's the main thing. Um, if people would like to help out in, in serving and feeding those in need, um, they can do that in a couple different ways. Of course, if you're in our area, which is Douglasville, Pennsylvania, um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people do, a lot of people donate egg cartons to us. And that's really cool because that's one less expense we have. Um, as long as they're clean, we can use them and we give eggs away in them, but also, um, they can go online and donate online if they want, whether it's through bigheartharvest.com. We also have a GoFundMe page. You can do it through PayPal. We're trying to find all these ways, uh, just to do that. But the main thing right now is, is this music. If, if people, um, want to support this ministry, they can purchase this music. And what I love about that is I'm not one to love to take anything for nothing. So I feel like I've labored for this a little bit, you know, through these songs that, so people can, uh, you know, purchase them through that. Um, also, you know, one of the things we're also offering to parishes and um, as things open up a little more uh, after the closures from COVID and stuff like that, we offer a parish is just to come and sing at your parish for a weekend. I'll sing at every single mass uh, at your parish as a guest, uh, just for the opportunity to speak to your parish about the ministry and, and maybe, you know, ask for support through that. Um, and that's all we would ask for. And that's always a blessing because people come up to us afterwards and, and they're constantly asking, well, what can I do? We had one family come up to us and through the inspiration of what we were doing, they, they started growing these, uh, crops of their own land and they started giving it away just a little bit at a time it was really cool we had another farmer asking what we can do and he said well people always grow too much you know you know regular gardeners home gardeners they they get into it and they get really excited and they plant a lot of stuff and they overgrow right and so we tell them listen just let us know if you have way too much get let us know we'll tell you where to take it so that's especially if you're in our area here of douglasville but if you're not in our area the best thing you can do is pray for us support us um, there are people all over the country, actually, that have been reaching out to us. It's been really awesome. And actually, all over the world, it's been neat. We had some uh, people from Australia and a couple other places reach out to us and not only want to uh, support, but also want to know how to do this uh, where they live. And, and we would love to talk with people and say, you know, this is one way you can help feed the poor just by growing a tomato. <laughs> you, you can do that. Um, so keep that in mind. These are just different ways that uh, we try to get the word out there. So John Paul, I love the idea that you said that you would go to a parish and do a talk at the masses. Now you and I aren't too far away. I'm in um, the greater Philadelphia area. I know you're about like maybe an hour and a half outside 
I think. Uh, yeah, they're towards Reading, about an hour, not far. An hour, okay. So, how far will you travel to do those talks? Because I think that is an excellent idea for people who live in the uh, Philadelphia area. Yeah, as long as I can drive there, it's not a big deal, you know. As long as it doesn't get into costs like flights and stuff like that, that makes a whole, you know, that's a different different ball game. But um, yeah, as long as I can drive there, I mean, I know that a lot of parishes I go to and I do retreats for. A lot of times in New Jersey and up in North Jersey or down in Philadelphia area. And a lot of times I'll ask them while I'm at your parish, you know, could I speak at the five o'clock mass or whatever it is and, and that sort of thing. And most parishes have been pretty open to that, which has been a real blessing. Yeah, that's, uh, wow. you, know, th- you know, that's a great idea. And, you know, having, uh, you know, giving talks and, you know, playing playing music for, for masses. I mean, you know, these... He, you know, you, you, first of all, the ministry is so anointed. Second of all, it's it, it's a great way uh, to to uplift your uh, during during COVID. Like it's it's a great way to uplift your your you know your worship because of all the social distancing. I know we have a very vibrant where I where I'm in uh, my my parish. We have a very vibrant uh, parish that, that's actually the center of the um, gospel choir. Uh, for the, mm. for the archdiocese, so we ordinarily had like a thirty person gospel choir of all races and tongues. It was amazing, right? Um, unfortunately, with COVID, you know, you can't do that. So they have um, you know like two or three people from the choir singing, but uh, which is which is wonderful. But many many places can't have full choirs because of the numbers and right. you know COVID and stuff. But when you're talking about having a musician like John Paul come in and sing, you know, for, for all of your masses on one weekend, like that is uh just um just awesome. You know, I mean m- maybe maybe you don't have the ability to have music at your parish right now and you know and, and you're listening and you're like, I really would love this. Uh he, he's within a drivable distance of me and uh please you know, just just reach out, you know, and and have them out because I think, uh, in number number one, you're going to uplift your entire community of people. Number two, uh, you're also going to be able to uh, support and and know that the parish will support uh, a great ministry again in, in Big Heart Harvest. So, I mean, these these things are just um, you know e- essential. You know, we talk a lot about the essential workers. This is essential stuff for our faith uh, to. To uh, to to keep the poor fed, to uh, uplift ourselves in in worship with God. I mean, you're doing such great work, John Paul. I really just appreciate all the stuff you're doing. Um, I, I want to make sure we fit in the 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 last song too, as we kind of wrap wrap things up, uh, which is "Go Out of Here." So I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of a good song to close up a program. It. But yeah, I mean, talk to us a little bit first about it. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it would be a good song to close out the program, but it doesn't exactly mean. Us go out of here. So if you if you listen when you listen to the song, um, I wrote this song at a time where I had just gotten to start to know the Lord, and you know I was struggling and battling with all the things in my life that needed to really I needed to get rid of things that were not in uh, unison with a uh, with the faith that I professed now. You know, old lifestyles, old thoughts, old process, stuff like that. So this song is actually saying, go out of here in the name of Jesus. Now that I'm casting out all these things that do not belong in my life anymore, that do not fit with the life of Christ, you know, and that's what this song is really about. And it's, I, I do want to share one quick story real, real quick, and yeah, I'll try to do this super fast. You know, talk about speaking at masses. This happened to me uh, last year, and this is good to go with this song is that, uh, I sang one song before mass at this one particular parish that they had allowed me to speak in. And this woman came in 
And to make a long story short, she was so blessed by that song because it spoke to her heart and that she has been a staunch supporter of this ministry for over a year now, just simply because she heard one song at her church that stirred her heart and, and changed something in her. And it was an amazing thing. And throughout this year, we've had such a great back and forth relationship um, over, you know, writing and stuff like that. It's been an awesome thing. But this song is really about that. It's casting about the things in our lives that do not belong and do not fit with the life of Christ. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So we're going to play uh, Go Out of Here again. Uh, what is the album that this one was on, John? This one is called Let Us Pray. And I have to warn people who listen to this song, if you're of the younger persuasion, this kind of has more of an 80s feel to it, you know? It kind of <laughs> shows, shows my age a little bit, so... <laughs> Awesome. Well, here we go with uh, Go Out of Here. Go out of here in the name of Jesus, for he is the only one out of my heart. of Jesus, for he is the only one allowed in my heart, for Jesus is the King of glory, and I know he has already won the day, my Lord Jesus is the King of glory, and I know he has already won the day, go out of here in the name of Jesus, for he is the only chains of my sin. My Lord Jesus, He died on a cross to save me from the chains of my sin. Go out of here. Go out of here. Go out of here. Go out of here. Because all
folks. Uh, that is Go Out of Here by John Paul Kasparovich off the album Let Us Pray. And uh, we're, we're just wrapping up our conversation with him this evening. It's been uh, a wonderful time talking with you, John Paul, and just about your amazing ministry and all the stuff you have going on. Uh, many blessings for it. And thank you so much for being here and for sharing your music and everything with our listeners here today. It's been such an amazing blessing. Uh, and, and, you know, know that, know that you've always got an open invitation on, on our podcast. Thanks, That's right. Bill. I, I second that. that. <laughs> Praise God. Well, thank you, Ann, and thank you, Bill, for the opportunity. It's, it's a blessing. And, and, and the fact that you guys are so willing to be supportive of other people in ministry, I mean, that's a godsend. It really is. So praise God. Yeah, awesome stuff, folks. Uh, I want to make sure I give the websites one more time uh, so that uh, you can go off and support John Paul's ministry. Uh, BigHeartHarvest.com and SingleHearted.com are his two websites. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, really prayerfully support him by just simply downloading this music. Uh, it's available everywhere that um, downloadable music is available, yeah, which is everywhere, <laughs> right? I mean, Spotify. YouTube, uh, music, all these different places. So just get on board, download these albums. Uh, we'll also put them uh, in the uh, show notes and stuff like that for you as well, folks. Uh, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much, John Paul, and, and thank you so much for uh, being here as always, and it's been a pleasure having you guys on this evening. Yes, thank you, Bill, and thank you so much, John Paul, and I'm really looking forward to all the great things that are going to be happening next month. Yeah. And, um, and you also... Be a guest for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation video series. So uh, keep an eye on onatus.org as John Paul will be a guest there coming up soon. Amen, folks. Well, hey, thank you so much to everybody for listening this evening and uh, being a part of our ministry. Uh, always check out our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com for more info. But uh, we really appreciate you being here tonight, listening and sharing uh, in John Paul's music. And until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, the St. Raymond Donatus Foundation, and the uh, Fiat Ministry Network, keep sowing hope in a broken heart. Thanks hearts. for listening to this episode of Sowing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or Andy Santos too.